Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is where I'll talk about books. This goes along with my blog, One Can Never Read Too Much, which I started in 2014. I'm really excited to share with you my thoughts on books. They're really just ramblings, but I hope you will get some enjoyment as much as I get from reading and talking about books. For this first episode, I'm going to talk about Frankenstein, 200 years later. As many of you know, this is the 200th anniversary of Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley's Frankenstein publication. And um, what prompted me to read Frankenstein was that early in the summer, I was reading an article in Inside Higher Ed about what freshmen were reading this past summer as their common first year read. And I was very much intrigued to see that Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley's Frankenstein was a common read for several institutions of higher learning, not only this summer, but previous summers as well. As I recently stated, um, in 1818, uh, Frankenstein was published, and this is now the 200th anniversary of that original publication. Uh, Versions that people are more familiar with are probably the 1831 version, which is highly edited and changed a bit, and there are notable character differences with some of the main characters between the 1818 and 1831 edition. Now there are multiple uh, disagreements and scholarly views on which is the more authentic version. Shelley did edit both versions. um, So I don't think we can really make a determination on which is more what she had intended because she did edit both versions. Now, Frankenstein won't go down as one of my favorite books. However, it did have some crucial philosophical points that I believe the modern reader should take away. Similar to the theme of Jurassic Park, where just because scientists are able to do something, such as bring a dinosaur to life, in Frankenstein, the hubris of the protagonist wreaks havoc on the lives of those around him. The ultimate lesson being, just because we scientifically can do something doesn't mean we should do it. There are always unintended consequences for any action. So I'm going to stop for a moment and just let you know there are some spoilers ahead. Again, many of us are familiar with the story of Frankenstein. But just to throw this out there, I will be sharing a quick spoiler. So if you don't want to hear it, don't listen. So here we go with the spoilers. Frankenstein was also made more interesting, at least in my mind, by understanding some of the allusions that Shelley made, especially to Greek mythology. In my short Goodreads review, I remarked on how the title is also known as the modern Prometheus. I didn't really do much research into looking into this title, so again, I'm no English scholar, but in Greek legend, Prometheus formed man from clay and was eternally banished to torture torture by his fellow gods. So he was himself was tortured. Victor Frankenstein is basically the modern Prometheus, not the creature that he creates. And this is different from the Hollywood editions of the novel, which many of you have probably seen or heard of, or at least seen short clips of. Victor is thus tortured by his decision to act like a god and is punished over and over again by his own creation, that being Frankenstein. The last thing I'd like to say is, for me at least, there are some other really disconcerting aspects of the novel Frankenstein, and it very much is a significant contribution to the genre of horror novels, but for those who are squeamish, which I am, 
the book is just not for you. It is very graphic in its descriptions of violence. And if you are squeamish or have a very vivid imagination, this book will pose some challenges for you. So again, thank you so much for listening and hope you have a great night or day or whatever time it may be.